Hey, Doyle, what's up, man? Hello, Nick. How's it going there? Uh, it's going awesome. Everybody, this is Doyle Bright, the legendary uh, singer from Rigor Mortis, guitarist from Hallow's Eve, and also uh, frontman for SOG. How you doing today, Ben, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Hello, everybody. I'm, uh, I feel good. You know, I'm alive. <laughs> Who could complain about anything else? Yeah. Now, uh, I remember you, um, last time we chatted, you were speaking about finding some VHS tapes of some shows you played. Have you gone through all of them? And you think maybe you might want to decide to put some of these recordings out on uh, DVDs? You know, I have found those. Um, several shows from the very beginning with Rigor Mortis. And uh, actually, someone was in contact with me over the last few days who is wanting to put that that stuff out, you know, or talk to me about it. So um, if I do, I will just, uh, you know, drop it onto YouTube for everybody to see it. I won't be trying to uh, sell it or anything like that. How good is the sound quality from those shows? Terrible. <laughs> Completely horrible. Yeah, that's, that's my biggest holdup from it. You know, most of them are um, bootleg tapes. You know, those were the days that Capitol did not like people making recordings of their bands. So at the end of the night, security would usually, like, give me two or three VHS tapes that they confiscated in the crowd throughout the night. And I've still got, I don't know, a dozen of those tapes. So that's where I found those those old Rigger tapes at, and um, just started looking through them. and Found some Hallow's Eve stuff in there, too, on many, many... Um, TV. So I might, you know, if I did, I would talk to the guys in rigor mortis about it and let them know I was going to put it out there and everything, make sure it was all good with them. But yeah, some really cool stuff, man. Uh, the audio is horrible. The video speaks for itself. It's really great. The crowds are wild. Casey was always in rare form. Mike was at his, at his greatest at that point, you know, or, or on his way to it. You know, it was uh, the days, you know. We were fired up. Like, out of all the recordings you found, which one stands out in your mind as, like, just your favorite out of the bunch? Uh, it looks like it's uh, somewhere in Texas, probably the theater gallery, maybe. Um, it's, it looks like it's the show where we were... <laughs> we had to walk across a giant field to get to this, this venue, I remember. For some reason, we came in from the back. And Casey cut his leg on the way across the field on a metal plumbing pipe that was sticking out of the ground. And, I mean, he cut his leg bad about uh, halfway up his, his uh, calf, and it bled furiously. And we got to the venue. And, I mean, it tore his – no, he had on shorts. He had on shorts. Okay, anyways. Any, anyway, um, yeah, he uh, cut his leg really bad. And uh, so I've got that. I've got one of the shows at the uh, basement where um, we're backstage with Mike and his father. And some guy is trying to sell Mike on his right hand and everything. You know, you've got the fastest hand in the land. And Mike's, you know, being so courteous to the guy. We've got that. Um, you know, I haven't gone through it all, but it's it's pretty cool. Wow. Like, um, back in the day, like, would... Capital do that with like every single recording artist from like Rigor Mortis to Megadeth to Iron Maiden. Who knows? Who knows? I can only speak for us, but they were kind of tight with it, you know. So I would get these tapes. 
Wow, that's awesome. Did the other guys in the band get those tapes, or, or was it just like you? I'm sure they've got some. I'm sure they do. Wow. But I can really only speak for myself. I threw them in a box, and there they've sat for 20-some-odd years. So I'm sure the tape's brittle on some of them. I actually captured um, a few shows last week to hard drive, so they would be lost in case the tape snaps. I remember um, you talking to me a little bit about uh, some Hallow's Eve songs getting onto some like uh, movies back in the day. Do you remember how D.I.E. got onto the Black Roses soundtrack? You know, honestly, I know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, well. I, I I didn't I wasn't I I may have been aware of it some time back but I had forgotten about it until you mentioned it. Okay. Don't know anything about it? It was may it may have been um, you know, public property by then, and they could put it on it. When did that movie come out? Oh, that, that was like probably eighty six, eighty five. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. One of the ones I don't know anything about. Stacy would know about that. Okay, now maybe. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, Entertainment Tonight show with John Tesh and Lisa, Giz- Lisa Gibbons Absolutely, and Rigor Mortis? Yeah. Tell me yep. some fun parts yep. from that night. You know, it was great. Um, it was us and NWA. And uh, they I, I remember the uh, the intro to the show with John Tesh. It's, um, let's see if I can quote it. There's a foul wind blowing through the corridors of the music industry, and its name is Rigor Mortis. <laughs> you know, and um, obviously his voice was sounded much twinkier than that, like maybe he had on his panties or something. But um, they went on and on and on, and um, it was great. You know, they had us at NWA and, and Lisa Gibbons, who was always one of my favorite <laughs> entertainment girls out there. You know, so I guess they thought they would, would hurt us or inform the public about us. There was really nothing to inform the public about other than we were a band. They didn't realize it, though, so they hyped us up for the people. It was funny when it came out. I remember I came home from a tour or a show or a short tour or out of the country, something, and I had a meeting or a message relating to it from someone at, at Capitol thinking it was really going to make us rich <laughs> and well you know we found out that wasn't going to happen but it was still it was great you know and now it's in the archives no complaints from me do you know how to track down that clip just because i can't seem to find it I anymore have the clip man honestly i have the clip but the audio is terrible on it you have to turn it up to like 11 but i wow. do have the clip so you know i may run it through the uh Run it through the doctor mill and see what I can do to it to bring the audio up to a normal level or, or at least acceptable. And then, yeah, I would love for that to be out there online. It's hilarious. Shouldn't, shouldn't Entertainment Tonight, wouldn't they have proper archives? Who knows? But why would they want to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, I have no friends in that organization. Do you remember getting to interact with any of the guys in NWA on that show? Not at all. No communication. They were doing their thing. We were doing ours. We just have to be the two uh, entertainment entities they picked to pick on. Getting back into the music side, um, do you remember composing or hearing about any songs or audio files from Rigor Mortis or Hallow's Eve that never got released that you, you think might be released someday? 
Uh, probably not. I I know Mike. Uh, I believe for the past for the last album, he uh, I may be wrong. The other guys should confirm this or not. Took the best rigor mortis songs that had not been recorded to that point, but he had ready for a long time. And recorded them. I know he wrote some new stuff with the band to go on the record, but I don't. And being that Mike is not with us anymore, there wouldn't be any any use or reason to put out anything he had written that wasn't recorded by him. Yeah. You know. So, um, Wizards of Gore, they may uh, do do something that's in the similar vein and and tribute to Mike. I participate in some of their shows out west sometimes, but if they make any recordings at all, I'm I'm sure it will be Harden and Casey and Bruce and Mike Taylor on those and I enjoy participating in some of the shows and if I uh if I participated in everything, well then it wouldn't be as special to me, you know? Yeah. Now- so you never know, but uh, the you know, Mike's Mike's music lives on as it is now. It 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 needs no further icing. When it comes to your music, I remember talking to you a little bit on the way over here, and you were telling me you were working on a brand new song. Tell me about this track. This is for Sog, right? Yep, this is a Sog track. Um, it has no title really yet. It's, uh, I believe it's the third piece of music. I'm, it is. It's the third piece of music I'm working on now for this record we're going to record in February. Um, what I will do is put together some music for three or four songs and I'll run it by Scott and send it down to Scott and see if he has any Scott's right now. He's, he's coming up with some fantastic lyrics. So if he, if, if um, he has any lyrics that, that he thinks uh, fit good right now with what's going on, what I'm doing, then he'll throw them at me. I will um, lay some rough vocal tracks down on them, rearrange some of the words, take some of them away, maybe add some, and, uh, you know, see what we get, record a, a, a demo tape or a post a demo, present it to the band, and then if they like it, we'll record it and see if it's worthwhile. Now, what are you thinking you're going to shoot for, like an EP or like an album's worth of songs? It'll be a full album for sure. Awesome. Can this you speak about... probably only going to be uh, eight songs instead of ten, but it will still be 40 minutes long at minimum. Can you tell me about these other songs that are in the Raptors? For, the, for that I'm working on right now? Exactly. They're all music. I have several different titles of songs I'm going to work with right now. Uh, let me see if I could find some of those for you and throw them out there. Let's see. Okay, I'm, I'm working on a song for the next album. It's It's already got a title. It's called The End of the Earth. I will uh, just dangle these titles out there right now and let them sit without explanations as to what they're about and so forth. Um, that was going to be called To the End of the Earth. There is another song in the works by Sog. It's called My Clone. And the premise behind this song is, what would you do if you met your clone? If you got to sit down at a table with your clone under a light bulb face-to-face, and talk to your clone. What would you say? So that's what this song is going to be about. Silly science fiction stuff is yeah. probably going to eat us up. <laughs> going to be uh, taking any uh, lines from any horror movies? Because I remember you saying, like, The Shining. I will. 
I love to plagiarize famous horror lines from famous movies. So, you know, I uh, sometimes I'll drop one in a song. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, the lyrics for these songs will come together together over the next two months. And uh, then we'll go and record it in February. I have a, um, oh, I will tell you, I have a a brand new member in the band. His name is Kelly Sanford. He's our drummer. Kelly uh, was playing with me back when I got signed to Rigor Mortis, with Rigor Mortis to Capitol. He was with me the day I actually got my call. And uh, I remember taking the call, and the voice on the other end of the line said, um, Doyle, um, someone from Capitol wants to talk to you. And I was about, wow, they want to sign the band. And he was like, no, <laughs> don't get excited. They just want to see you, not your band. And I was like, oh, so Kelly Sanford played yeah. in the band with me back then. I went on to broke the band up. It was a, a punk uh, SOD type band over here in Atlanta. What was the name? Broke the, band. The, band, uh, the name was uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't even remember now. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, I went on to Texas and joined Rigor Mortis and told my friend Kelly, hey, man, as soon as I get set up, I'll bring you out there. I'll get you out there the best way I can, get you in a band that's doing something. So I did. I brought him out, and he joined a band called Arcane. Texas band called Arcane. Great band. Um, they put out an album or two, and after I came back to Atlanta from Texas, Kelly came back here too, and he started playing with Atlanta's Super X-13, or something which turned into Super X-13, a band that's been in Atlanta for two decades at least. Great band. So, um, you know, Kelly's been a fixture around Atlanta for 25 years. And um, now we're back together. He's in Saw. So um, he's going to be doing shows with us, and he'll be on our next album and the next couple of videos I'm going to make. Now, I guess thinking about horror movies, because you're talking about using maybe some lines from some of them, what are some of your favorite horror movies, Doyle? You know, it's funny you would say that. Before you called, I just came up from the uh, Hallow's Eve post-production little recording area we have down on the third level of this home, and I was looking through movies for tonight. Um, honestly, I'm going to watch a terrible movie called Spiders, <laughs> which I love. It's about giant spiders in New York. Um, I will probably go from there, and I will watch... Got it right here. Django Unchained. No horror, but yeah. greatness anyway. And that'll be my night. Gonna take it easy. I see. Like Halloween for me, it's just gonna be hitting up a uh, rock show for uh, my friends uh, in this rock band called Silverbird out in New York City. So that'll be Halloween Very for cool. me. So like I, tomorrow night on Halloween, I'm gonna give candy out to the kiddos, which I do every year. I love it. I had all my Halloweening done last weekend, so I'm going to um, spend some time for the kids tomorrow night and give out candy. <laughs> what are some awesome candy that people can look forward to uh, visiting your house for? Just non-chokeables. No mm. joke. I'm terrified of chokeables for kids. <laughs> so anything that comes from here will be non-chokeables. <laughs> Parents can look at it and decide whether they want their children to have it or not. Simple stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, I'm really excited about Kelly joining joining back up with me, Kelly Sanford. And so the lineup is, is you know, once again, steady and complete in SOG. 
I have me. I have Scott Waldrop, my partner, a bass player, co-founder of the band. I have Alan Strange on guitar, who is phenomenal and great and adds a sound to the band that just cannot be matched. Uh, it wouldn't sound the same without him. And then Kelly Sanford on drums has entered the house. So it's going to be really fun. Would you care to show or throw out another wild story from uh, your past adventures in rigor mortis? Excuse me. Well, let me see what I can pull off the top of my head, really. I, I'm i more of a you-ask-me-I-can-come-up-with-the-answer type guy. But let's see. Uh, I remember one time. Oh, yeah. I remember one time, Mike, we all pulled up on the side of the highway and got out of the vehicle to urinate. And we were in the middle of nowhere, out in the desert, so there were no trees or anything to walk off to on the side of the road. And uh, I go to the back of the bus or a vehicle, and Mike goes to the front. And I'm standing there in the back, and, you know, I feel like, like it's starting to rain on me, man. And I'm like, wow, it's clear skies. What's going on around here? And I'm looking around, and I look back towards the front of the van, and Mike is in the front of the van in the wind, from the trucks are blowing his pee, yeah, and it's all coming all over me, you know. So I, I can say I've been misted by Mike. That was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> I remember one time um, we did we were playing a show with a band I won't mention. I do remember their name, but I won't mention them because the girl was doing their hair before they went on stage with hairspray or something. So I'm not going to mention their names because yeah. of that. But I walked by the dressing room door, and I don't even remember what I said. But I must have been—I must have mocked the situation for some reason in general. So she came to interview us a few minutes later, and she was angry at me, very angry at me. And I remember this sweet girl took her prosthetic leg off. And tried to hit me with it. I'm not kidding. And uh, tried to hit me with the leg. And so we ended the interview. And uh, that was a pretty crazy night there. There was that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stories, but every band has their silly little stories. I could tell you about how Stacy and how Lizzie was afraid of where, um, coyotes. <laughs> And uh, I, lo I love to lock him out behind the Hallow's Eve recording area when he goes out there, when he's too lazy to go upstairs to the restroom. So he goes out there to, to pee, and uh, there are a pack of coyotes in the woods or something, and my buddy is convinced that they're going to come up there and get him, so I'll lock the door and make him stay out there. Wow. Those are good times. You guys I'll have any you about good... some extremely long practices with Mike and Rigor Mortis. I remember when I joined the band. I came from Atlanta from a band that would practice maybe four or five hours in a row, and that would be practice, you know, every other day. Yeah. I joined Rigor Mortis, and these guys were practicing from 6 o'clock at night until 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning every single night, and on weekends longer. One day off on Sundays because Capital was paying for the practice room. So we were taking full advantage of it. And these guys were practicing like incredibly long hours. And when Mike came to live with me in Lancaster, south of Dallas, he came and began playing 15, 18 hours at a time in a row in the living room. And I would play for maybe 
eight, ten hours with him. And I'd be burnt out. I'd be like, you know, I don't even want to touch the guitar anymore for a while. Forget it. I would throw it down. Mike was just so much a part of him, like it was, you know, another appendage. He he just, uh, it just stayed on him. And he would play for 12, 15 hours. And I would make supper or sandwiches. And uh, we would eat. And he would stop long enough to eat. Then he'd start playing again. Then he'd sleep for a few hours, and then he'd wake me up the next morning with the practice amp going in the living room. So he was he was so dedicated to his his art and his instrument. It just uh, it was a natural natural for him to just be playing it all the time. Are there archives? Playing that... was so good. Yo, do it. Are there archives that exist of any of those practice sessions? You know, I, like I said, I found on one of those VHS tapes when. Um... Oh, you mean for rigor mortis? Yeah. Like when you were in the uh, Capitol uh, Studios and stuff. You know what? The night I went and auditioned for Rigor Mortis, my first night there, there was a local radio station or television station in the practice room with a shoulder-mounted camera. I've never seen that video again or what came from it, but I do know that practice was recorded. After two songs, Mike called me over by his amp into the corner, and, and honestly, he said, man, if you want the job, you got it. After two songs, and I said, "Hell yes!" What were those two songs? Uh, you know, I, I I learned these on the way out there. I uh, I picked up a the rigor mortis cassette tape on the way to Texas, and I think I learned um, first two or three songs on it. Die in pain. I remember singing "Die in pain." Demons. I remember singing "Bodily Dismemberment." And uh, there may have been another, but after I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that after two songs, and they had already heard me sing before I got there, so they knew what they were getting before I went, or they wouldn't have, wow. you know, put so much into getting me out there with Rachel and everything. She was there that night too, you know. So it was a a great great night. Wow. And I came back to Atlanta, packed everything up, and moved to Texas. Left everybody I ever knew behind, everything I ever knew, and everybody I ever knew behind, and split. Thank you so much. Are you with? Okay, Thank there you are. Yeah, just uh, I was really amazed with uh, everything you said. Um, just, it, it's amazing to learn all these things. Yeah, like I said before, I, I have a photographic memory. I mean, it may be because I've never drank or or been high or anything. I'm not sure, but I have a memory that will not fail. Would you ha like to uh, say anything more before we end the interview? Not really, man. I mean, other than you know, just. Uh, you guys keep an ear out for my band SOG, and, uh, you know, we're on the move. We're, we're doing things, and um, I'm not busting, you know, but breaking my neck to do anything with the band, but I do what's fun, you know, and, and as long as it's fun, we'll do it and make music. So be on the lookout for SOG, a new album in, uh, you know, midsummer, and we'll be doing shows next year. Not a bunch of them, but, you know, a dozen, maybe a dozen shows next year, maybe a few less. So we'll do that, and uh, everybody, just take care of yourselves. Thanks for always listening to me. Nick, you rock, as always, and I appreciate it, man. I will see you when we're up around the East Coast area, being that we are an East Coast band. SOG is an East Coast band, my friends. So, Thank you so much, Doyle. Now, important wait, last man. question, yeah. dude. Sure. Tell me when I can actually expect to get your new album in my hands next year. 
Well, you know what? I won't promise you a date right now, but I will say we're recording in February. Um, we will have it mastered and ready to go, I'm sure, by the end of March. So we're looking at uh, mid-June. I'm, I'm thinking mid-June, maybe a month earlier than last year's release. Last year, I think we – or this year, I think we had um, – Sog was released on September, uh, July 11th, maybe July 11th. So we'll shoot for about a month earlier this year. I, I kind of count on early June, mid-June, 2016. That's awesome, man. And Thank it will you. tear your face off, guaranteed. <laughs> it's guaranteed not to have a hit single. How's that? It's guaranteed not to be on the front page of YouTube. How's that? <laughs> Works for Thanks me, everybody man. everybody for hearing me, man. Thanks so much, bro. Thank you, Nick. Until the next time, man, have a badass Halloween. You too. Everybody be safe and have fun. Adios. Bye-bye.